Hello everyone, I'm Father Armel Setubi and I'm with the Jesuit Post. Welcome to No Justice, No Peace, a Jesuit anti-racism retreat, a series in which we are journeying together into a deeper awareness of how racism operates in our lives and how we can start to eradicate it. But before, let us start with a prayer. Lord, what is your skin color? What is your race? You made us in your likeness and resemblance. And yet I wonder, what is your race, Lord? You made us a bit less than you. And I wonder, what is your skin color? Lord, Give me the grace to understand what you really are. Give me the grace to know what your real race and skin color means. Amen. So, today we wrap up our reflection on sin and specifically on the scene of racism and I'm going to tell you this it might be shocking to you but you can also be aware of that did you know that the race is a construction we could live without has it ever occurred to you that to be a black a white a brown is a social construction, a boundaries we created so that people could not cross from a side to another and we imputed on it a biological meaning. Yes, race is a total construction and yet we should not be unaware of it. We should pay attention it because people continue to be treated differently in society based on their skin color. We cannot afford to be colorblind. So I will give you an example. Among the Swahili people of Eastern and Central Africa, the word we use for a black person in the Western world is Muntu, and Muntu means a person. The word we use in the Western world for white is Muzungu, which simply means an explorer, or a person that speaks English, or a person that travels and roams around. We then realize that among the Swahili people, Race or skin color is not used to differentiate people. And yet, they can make difference between people simply based on what the people do or where the people come from. So, race is a construction we made and yet we should not be indifferent to the or unaware of this difference. 
Instead, we should work and act upon. Now, my experience of evil, and by extension sin, is that there are two types of evil. The first type is natural evil, and the second type is man-made evil. When a cyclone or a tornado, a tornado strike or kills people, that's natural evil. But when you decide to kneel on the knee, on the neck of a fellow human being until death follows, that's man-made evil. When you decide to redline entire neighborhood so as to bar the access to federal loans, that's man-made evil. When you use institutionalized racism to keep resources to yourself and depriving others from accessing those resources, that's man-made evil. Now, the difference between the two evils is that Although natural evil cannot be completely prevented by human beings, man-made evil can be prevented. It's like an infectious disease that can be cured and prevented. St. Ignatius of Loyola has a peculiar way to make us reflect and take decisions about sin. He asks us, to let ourselves be seized with amazement and awe and consider how frail and fragile we are due to our sinful nature. And in his insight, he asks us to pose these three questions. What have I done for God? What do I do for God now? And what do I plan to do for God in the future? So the threefold question remains actual today as we meditate on the sin of racism. What have you done to fight against racism, whether you have been a victim, an active perpetrator, or a silent, complicit person? What have you done to fight against racism? What do you do? to fight against racism? And what is your plan to continue fighting against racism? To help us ponder these questions, I highly recommend that you read and meditate on the piece by Nicole Hannah-Jones, What is Old, published in the New York Times Magazine of June 28, 2020. Take time to see how the Lord speaks to you about racism through the peace by Hannah Jones. Let yourself be immersed and see how the sin of racism continue to hit people in our country up to this date. Meditate on how you can take action and see how yourself can be properly involved, whether you are a victim, whether you are a perpetrator, or whether you are just a silent observer. Alongside Anna Jones' piece, 
I also invite you to consider the Gospel of Luke chapter 19 verses 1 to 10, which talks about the encounter between Jesus and Zacchaeus. And see how Jesus met with Zacchaeus. And see what Zacchaeus did after he realized his fragility and his sinfulness. He decided to change and make reparation. Ask them, what will you do in the future to bring about more racial justice and equity? How will you work to stop racism and more importantly, to bring about healing and reparation? So I hope this helped. And I invite you to conclude by saying the Father prayers, the Lord's prayer. Our Father, who art heaven, our Lord be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you and bye-bye now. Mm -hmm.